Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Faithful Through and Through. A podcast celebrating Celtic supporters clubs from around the world. I'm Christopher Gallagher and today our focus is on the remarkable story of the Romania Celtic Supporters Club. We spoke to co-founder Danny as he tells us the story of the Romanian CFC. Formed in 2014 by Danny and his friend Marius, two die-hard Romanian Celtic supporters, it's become a prominent beacon in the Celtic supporters' zeitgeist. Joining me now is Danny Copescu from the Romanian Celtic Supporters Club. Danny, I've butchered your name, haven't I? Even though I practiced it just before. No, really, I've heard so much worse. So you, you really, you're in the top ten <laughs> so far from Scottish people, at least. <laughs> Hey, listen, I'll, I'll take that any day of the week. Um, great stuff, Danny. Um, thanks for coming on. Uh, you are part of the Romanian Celtic Supporters Club, which you can find out on Twitter at Romania underscore CSC. Um, who is Danny? Talk us through who you are, and then we can build up to what the club is and, and all that. Who, tell us a little bit about yourself and your Celtic fandom. Well, Chris, I guess I'm a Celtic fan, first, second and third, and that's really the story of this whole supporters club. Um, somehow, by some weird magic that, I mean, most Celtic fans will know something about, we just happened to fall in love with this club. Um, and it's not, it's not really something we can fully explain. I mean, we can give reasons, and I, I certainly have mine, and... My co-founder, Marius, Marius Kodra, has his. Um, slightly different stories, but same destination, really. And it's just falling in love with this club and all that it stands for. And, um, yeah, letting it take over your life, basically. Uh, you're, you're preaching to the converted. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> no question about it. Um, do you have any connections with Glasgow or Scotland or Ireland or the UK? Absolutely none. Um, same for my mate. Um, we are 100% Romanian, uh, to the best of our knowledge. We haven't dug very deep into our, <laughs> into our history, but uh, definitely no connection to that side of the world. Um, actually, m there is a slight connection for me. My mum was an English teacher, but that's really the, the, the extent of it. So she wasn't English or British. Um, she just taught English um, and then ended up really developing a love for the language, which she passed on. So I guess that is sort of the beginning. Um, but otherwise, uh, what does connect us to, to Scotland and Ireland in particular is an interest in the history, the politics, the you know society, everything really. So. Um, for us, it's it's not it's not just Celtic. We also have a, a genuine love for, for Scotland, for Glasgow in particular, for the Ireland, um, and whether that comes with Celtic or just kind of develops alongside in it, uh, neither of us can really say at this point. It's kind of organic. Beautiful. Uh, can I just say this, Danny? It's uh, quite. Um terrifying when i'm speaking to someone who is uh, romanian who have got who've got a better grasp of english than i do um <laughs> you, you you sound tremendous um I, I take it as english kind of just obviously your mum being an english teacher but is english quite prominent in in romania 
Um, it, it is definitely more than most people would assume. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I I dallied with accents. You know, I did this kind of. Yeah, this is the final results. Unfortunately, I probably should have watched a bit more <laughs> uh, still game or <laughs> chewing the fat or something, or something when I was younger. Point is, um, everyone I know, my age, my my friends from from school, from high school, all of that, they have pretty much perfect English. And then you'll you'll hear a variety of accents. Uh, this one is is a bit weird. I'll grant you that, even for Romanian standards. But there you go. It's great. I, I love it. Um, big fan of yeah. I, multilingual is the obviously the way forward. Um, in regards to Romania, where, where are you? Where are you kind of based? So I am. Um, I'm originally from a city called Brasov in Transylvania. Uh, Marius is from Cluj. Um, which you should be familiar with. <laughs> too much, too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually roving about Europe at the moment. I'm based in Leipzig at the moment, oh. looking at Berlin. So I've, I've, I've been moving around for the past 10 years quite a bit. Marius, however, is still in Cluj. Um, and as far as our base goes, that would be it. Um, there's a pub there. Um, that we we watch games in when we do get together. Um, there's also a couple in uh, a couple of members in Bucharest, uh, which has a couple of pubs that you can see games in. Um, but if if we're looking for the, the the base, the headquarters for the Romania CSE, it's it's Cluj for sure. Superb. Um, we'll get to the actual because uh, I want to I want to find out about the pub and, and all that sort of stuff. But in Romania, just in in general. Um, What's Celtic's reputation like in Romania? Um, obviously, you you've fallen in love. You've got a very you, you've got a very unique sort of story. But in in regards to Celtic as a club overall, what's the reputation like? I mean, people definitely know of Celtic, and they know where they come from. They know the colours. They know there's something special about the club. So the, the, the supporters are famous, as they are all over the world. Um, in terms of deeper knowledge, unfortunately, that's all conditioned by the commentary that you get um, on TV, and it is rank rotten. It's all the Catholics and the Protestants <laughs> and all of that, which, of course, is part of the story, but it's it's not all the story, and it's unfortunately all that people remember when they, you know, when they think about Celtic. Um, or obviously, they also think about rivalry so that that's very prominent um and with um a certain son of a certain famous footballer from romania having moved to rangers unfortunately that's getting quite a bit of attention now so i i wouldn't know really if that has kind of you know made uh, that lot that mob the other mob a bit more um <laughs> I don't know, prominent in, in terms of what people know about them. Um, but in for sure, Celtic is instantly recognisable from colours and you know, Glasgow, obviously, people know. They come from Glasgow, massive fan base. They'll never look, walk alone, all that stuff. That's the extent of it, unfortunately. I don't really feel like we've managed to make such a big dent in in this um, 
in in this situation so far. Um, what did make an impression, uh, and I'm hoping, I mean, I haven't spoken to a lot of people about this, but I gathered that the two visits in 2019 did kind of raise awareness quite a bit. So at least in Cluj, people will recognize the top and they will have something to say about the time that, you know, all the fans came over both times. So that's an improvement, I guess. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though. Even whether, you know, let's say we draw a Romanian team in Europe next season, you know, when we draw them and we're good on the park, people still will always remember the supporters. And when we're garbage under Neil Lennon, they'll still remember the supporters. And I think that's kind of the whole, that's the antithesis of what we are. It's about, as much as it's about, of course, it's about the players and it's about the the manager, but it really is about the support. That's the whole point of this podcast as well. Um, So, Romanian CSC. You bet. You started a, a supporters club. Talk me through the process. How you started it. What went into it. Talk me through it. So it's it's all about Astra Juju in 2014, really in the Europa League group stages. Um, obviously, Marius and I had been um, in contact for years and years, and we'd occasionally see each other for games because the thing about um, our hometowns they're quite far apart and. Getting from, um, you know, getting getting about in Romania is not as simple as it should be, unfortunately. So uh, even then, we would see each other, even when we were both based in Romania, we'd see each other a bit less than probably should have been the case. Um, so that kind of also made us feel like, because we'd had that conversation over the years. Should we start a supporters club? Should we try something? Should we at least have some sort of presence where people can find us? And all of uh, all the time, we just kept thinking, well, it's just two of us, really. And there was actually always a third, um, a, a third guy called Vlad, who uh, now lives in Edinburgh. At the time, he was based in London or somewhere in England. Um, so, you know, quite disparate, quite spread, quite scattered. I kind of thought, ah, that's a bit that's a bit embarrassing. That's a bit cringy, isn't it? And then Astra came. And obviously that was huge for us. That was like Christmas, New Year's, birthday, all rolled up into one. Um how how far away is how where are Astra based? Astra are based in Juju, which is a border town um just 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 next to Bulgaria, really. So if you think of Cluj, Cluj is in the north uh, west of the country. Brasov, my hometown, is dead center. Bucharest is in the southeast, um, the south, slightly southeast, and then Juju is just an hour, uh, an hour's drive uh, south from Bucharest. So that is really the other end of the country from Cluj. Um, and it's a I mean, yeah. Do you swear on this thing? Of course, yeah. Fight away, man. <laughs> it is a shite. <laughs> <laughs> the only time that I think I will ever step foot in Juju was that occasion because, <laughs> and I, I'm, I feel safe saying this as well because I'm pretty sure now <laughs> Romanians will listen to no, 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 no one from Juju will listen to this. So there we go. Uh, anyway. Um, that um, 
that whole occasion was so brilliant, obviously, and it was so special for us. And what really made it click and convinced us to, to do something more was all the Celtic fans asking where they could find us. Um, because we, we we made so many friends, we had so many chats, and almost all of those conversations ended with, so where where can we find you? Yeah. Um, and we, we didn't have an answer, and we started saying almost just off the top of our heads right there and then, look, we're, we're going to set something up and we're going to let you all know. And we did um, a couple of weeks later, December 1st, uh, 2014, we just launched or created really the, the Facebook page to start off with, uh, announced it, um, kind of actually tried advertising it as well on Facebook as well, in the hope mostly that we would be able to attract some fans in the country or you know, create some more Celtic fans in in Romania. And then, you know, um, the, the normal steps from that, um, Twitter and getting a flag and making stickers and you know all the all the usual stuff and more most importantly trying to get to games more often than we had up until that point because it's you know it was always and it still is to a certain extent all about away games in Europe and what we can manage uh, in terms of travel but but that was the the, the start really and. Yeah, we haven't looked back since. Uh, you know, it's really inspiring story, genuinely and fantastic. And um, do you get, I mean, do you get over to, I know you're mentioning the, the, well, actually, let's just start with that. Did you get to any away games in the Champions League this season? No, not this season. <laughs> I was, the, the, uh, of all the times that I could have moved <laughs> to New York for six months, <laughs> it was this year. When, by the way, you know, I, I said I'm based in Leipzig. There we go. Yeah. So I missed that. I, I didn't miss it back in 2019, was it? Uh, Under yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, but this year, I, I was in New York from, from summer to December with the amazing New York Fenian boys, which I just have to, to give a shout out to because that is a dream of the supporters club um we had them on we had them on the last episode so you can go back and listen to ah, that so. that's absolutely brilliant <laughs> yeah well uh one we story about that our flag the original romania csc flag is hanging in the jack Dempsey bar um Hopefully for every match day, saw it in a couple of clips, so I know they kept their word and put it up for, for Celtic matches. So that's that's our claim to fame, really. Whenever you go to New York, uh, take a picture and send it to us, please. That is class, man. I absolutely love it. Uh, the games that you've been to in Europe, um, you know, how do they kind of, well, what what is it about Celtic away in Europe that it just gives an extra tingle? I feel like having been to Parkheads you know, at least twice a year, most years, um, when there isn't a pandemic going on or <laughs> yeah. when I'm not away. Um, yeah, obviously, I, I love Salty Park more than anything, but away games are just different. Um, and, and not necessarily better, but different. They just have 
a different tinge to them. They have a different quality. They seem to be a lot more about meeting people, which we obviously love doing. They're about making friends and making new connections and making new, telling stories and swapping experiences and swapping scarves and and all of that stuff that really, you know, the the most romantic uh, football fan stuff that you can possibly imagine. And they're also uh, unceasingly loud. Uh, (laughs) There's singing going on for 90 minutes, no matter what which of course is is really the the, the the best best thing that can happen at a game and you mix into that experiencing a different culture whether it's you know going to spain going to italy going to france going to uh, the czech republic meeting the locals there and i mean is is a bit twee to say but i personally genuinely always love leaving a good impression and making a good impression on the locals wherever you go. I feel like there's, you know, every single fan plays such an important role in in kind of spreading awareness of what Celtic's all about yeah. and making sure that those things are good things. And that, that, that that's what makes away games in Europe so special, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you... <laughs> Yeah, tweet. I, I come. I come away with so many tweet kind of comments on this podcast just because it's like, you know, I know. <laughs> you, you start talking about like you know how much Celtic mean to you and all that stuff. Stuff, but it's true. And you know, I've not been to a lot of away games in Europe, but you know, yeah, it's kind of like you're representing the club, and you know. I, you see the the kind of you know I don't want to talk about them, but you see the kind of damage and destruction that they do, and you know I'm a, I'm a Scotland fan, and I always see the damage and destruction England kind of do when they go away, and it's just like just let them do it, like just because you know it destroys their reputation. So yeah, I completely completely get you on that. Um, what's we, what have you got a favourite kind of um, European away game experience? Is there anything that really kind of sticks out for you, or is it all just kind of? A big personal highlight. It depends. It depends what counts as away here, because obviously <laughs> Cluj was away, and I'm thinking specifically about the second away game, uh, the group stage game in December. Um, that was the most special experience we've had with Celtic, because we actually got to do what we've always dreamed of doing, which is set up some semblance of a charity event. Um, so we, we, we just organised a, a party, you know, nothing nothing major, pretty low-key party at the uh, local pub there, um, the Old Shepherd, um, which is, by the way, where you, know, where you should go uh, if you ever want to see a Celtic game in, in Cluj. Um, and we just did a whip around, really. We, we set up donation boxes, you know, put on the revs um, and raised a lot of money, really, thanks to the generosity of everyone who was there to, um, to help feed the, the local unhoused population in, in Cluj. Um, the, the Padre Pio foundation it's called just in case you want to look them up and maybe even donate um what that meant for us was kind of coming full circle in in this story of ours with celtic and actually 
Yeah. I don't want to say embodying, actually exemplifying the ethos that we fell in love with to begin with. And to be able to do our, our little bit as Celtic fans, you know, uh, every week or every second week, we see these food bank collections at, at, at Celtic Park that the Green Brigade do and other groups do. And um, everything around Celtic is built on charity and helping helping those less privileged and helping, just helping full stop. To be able to do that ourselves in our small wee way, that was the, you know, the dream, really. So if that counts as an away trip, then that is our, or, or my my favourite away one. Um, in terms of actually travelling away, <laughs> away, <laughs> for me, it would probably have to be uh, Milan in... 2015, yeah, into away, um, especially after that that home game, the three three with John Gudetti, and, and that that was amazing. I actually saw that with Marius went Tonto in the pub, and then um, I think it was two weeks later to to go to Milan. First time the Romania CSE flag got a, a an airing in public. Beautiful um, meeting people that we had met. Few years before in Georgia in Bucharest, really uh, for that fateful game, um, swapping tops with people. Um, even really the uh, the end of the game when uh, Inter fans clapped us out the stadium. That was special. It was just it felt I'd been to away games before, but that was the first time that I was going as. A member of the Romania CSC, and that kind of felt special in its own right. Dude, I can totally feel it coming off you, like how much it means, and <laughs> that's just really, you know, it, it's exempl- it exemplifies everything about you know the support. I, I'm fantastic. Um, in regards to so, what your base of location is? It a base of location, or is it a kind of what? What is what is the Romanian CSC overall? It is. I mean. It, it, if, 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 as a physical location, it would definitely be the Old Shepherd's Pub in Cluj. Um, now, that most of the time, that will get you Marius, uh, who is an absolute um, tracking person, and then you will have the time of your life with him. Um, at other times, I might be around as well when I, whenever I, I get to go back home. Um, but if people are looking, if people are in Romania looking for somewhere to see the game, Cluj, obviously, but also Bucharest um, has options. Um, there are two um, Scots in Scottish expats in, in Bucharest um, who will gladly see the game with you. So they're, they're, they're part of the Romania CSE, really. Uh, there are a couple of pubs, the St. Patrick's Pub and Halftime Pub in Bucharest that, that will accommodate that, will facilitate it. Um, and whenever I'm home home, my hometown of Brasov, please just... Point is, if you're in Romania and looking for a place to see the game, just fire off a message. Text us uh, messages on Twitter, Facebook as well. Um, and we will 
make it happen because that's the, the, the only thing we want really is to botch the Celtic play with other Celtic fans. And until we have thousands and thousands of Romanians <laughs> swelling our ranks, um, we're more than happy to just, uh, yeah, welcome anyone who's visiting. Um, in Cluj, uh, when Marius is there, um, is there a sort of regular uh, collection of people who turn up? Um, not not locals, that's for sure. Uh, Cluj is a pretty international city, and there used to be a few uh, expats that would join him for games. Uh, they've left now, unfortunately. Um, but every once in a while, obviously, someone comes visiting, and <laughs> that, you know, there's a chance that it will be more than Marius. <laughs> but we're not going to lie, most of the time it really is. And Mar- I should say, Marius and his wife, who is a convert to the cause, full convert, and of course, his wee boy, also called Danny, <laughs> who uh, is the first Romanian to ever be born into Celtic. And that is something I would just keep telling everyone because I find it absolutely incredible <laughs> to say out loud. Love it, absolutely love it. Um, obviously, the kind of big event at the weekend. I think we're all still basking in that in that glory. Uh, how did you watch it? What was what was happening with the Romanian CSC? Did everyone have a nice time? So Marius um, took his family out for the day. And they had to suffer through his paroxysms <laughs> during the game. Um, myself, uh, unfortunately, there's no one in Leipzig. I've, I've actually tried. I mean, if I if I can claim to have founded a second CSC somewhere in the world, it's going to be here, and it's going to be another tiny one. But um, what I do for Celtic games here is I go to Dresden, where uh, the Dresden CSC are a bunch of absolutely belting boys. All, always very welcoming so again if you visit Dresden make sure to give them a shout and pop in for a game um, that's where I spent uh, that crazy 90 minutes and uh, half uh, yeah half time and full time was spent on the phone <laughs> with Marius <laughs> blethering yes. about the, the you know <laughs> what was ultimately pretty straightforward win but yeah, that felt like an absolute torture. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For most of it. Yeah, I was I was uh, in the stadium at half time. Oh, one of the greatest half times of all, of all time, frankly, man. By the way, I, I know that I'm supposed to be talking about, but please, please just give us a, a, a picture into what that was like to actually be there because I've spent four days now in a row just gobbling up video after video uh, it looked incredible. I was, um, I was row H, uh, so right at the kind of east curve, like right there. I was A B C how many? A B C D E F G H. So eight, eight, eight. Uh, <laughs> I was eight rows from the front, so my view overall was pretty terrible. But in regards to the atmosphere, we were just along from the Green Brigade, and um, it was just the ho- when the first goal went in, it was incredible. But the the whole of halftime, we sung. Yeah, and, it's and just like... <laughs> it's, not, it's not something I've, we've experienced like a lot. It's happened once or twice, but it just really felt really, really special. And um, oh, I'm getting quite emotional thinking about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just, just incredible. Really, just the, the atmosphere and, and everything that went on on afterwards. Are you getting yourself over anytime soon? Uh, 
Definitely by um, before the season ends. Um, that is a given. Uh, May is probably the most realistic. Um, but honestly, I don't want to leave it that late either. Um, I, I would rather make it twice um, if I can. April and May are targets right now. So no question. Uh, last year, I was lucky enough to be there uh, for the Hearts game in May, where basically sealed it. Um, this year, I'd, I'd like to make it a bit less mental than that because I ended up sleeping in the airport <laughs> and making it a 24-hour trip, which which is a bit much. Wouldn't trade it for the world, though. Um, this year, if I could get in two games in a week, I have to check. Um, I mean, I'll have to wait for the, the, the split, post-split fixtures to come out and see when we have a midweek and a weekend game because one is never enough. And I, I feel like there, there will be a lot of celebrating to do again this year. Um, just to kind of close up, uh, Danny, um, if you were to kind of um, condense what the Romania CSE is into one sentence, what would it be? It's Celtic. Um, and it, it, it turns out Celtic is more than just a team, a place, a club. Um, it's like a spirit because that, that, that's honestly the only way I can explain what's happened here with, with us as well. And it, it, it travels very well, obviously it's, um, it's just something that takes over you. And the Romania CSE is just yet another example. Like you get, now I don't want to make it sound like anything different from what happens to all the, the thousands, hundreds of thousands of Celtic fans all over the world. That's the whole point. Um, it crosses boundaries. It crosses borders. Um, and all that it leaves behind is this identity as a Celtic fan. So um, it's just Celtic. Danny, you could have put wonderful poetic. Um, Danny from the Romania CSC. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for getting involved, sir. Cheers, mate. Thanks to Danny for taking the time to speak to us. And a shout out to Marius, the co-founder of Romania CSC. You can check Romania CSC out on Twitter, at Romania underscore CSC. They're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Romania CSC. They are based in the Old Shepherd pub in Cluj. Check it out whenever you're there. And say hello to Marius for us. This has been episode three of Faithful Through and Through. A podcast all about Celtic supporters clubs from around the world, produced by The Cynic. I'm Chris Gallagher, and as always, we will finish with a quote from Willie Mealy. This club has been my life. And I feel without it, my existence would be empty indeed. Hear, hear, Willie.